0: Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is September 2nd for us. This is releasing on Labor Day. So I hope you're either enjoying your day off or you've enjoyed your day off. We're recording this early this week because the holiday weekend. We have another packed show for Yins guys. Meanwhile, we have no idea what happened this weekend because it hasn't happened yet. So let's talk possible next year stuff. Because Aliens are talking about it anyway. My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake?
1: Not much, man. How's it going?
0: It's going all right. So everybody's already talking about next year. So we it's may as well we may as well talk a yeah. little bit about it too. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, why not? Let's dig in.
0: So we are recording this on Friday, the second. Uh, most, mostly because we have a long Labor Day weekend, uh, we go down to, uh, a big national softball tournament, every Labor Day, every Labor Day weekend. And so we're looking forward to that. And we just thought, let's get this thing done and get it out of the way. It'll still release Monday. Obviously you guys know that cause you're listening to it either Monday or sometime this week. So.
1: But last year we did, I think last year we did take some stuff down. It was just, it, it was, was so
0: hard. And I think we ended up not doing it. And when, when I got home, I just recorded something. I don't really remember. I should have looked back to see what ended up happening, but, um, I think we either released late or something like that. I forget. Uh, no. but it was kind of a mess. We really couldn't get it done. I think my battery died that I was trying to, That's right, something yeah. like it was something like that. It just, it didn't work. So. Anyway, we, you know, we're just kind of saying this because we don't know uh, we don't know what happened on the weekend against the Blue Jays, <laughs> so um, just use I your imagination. The, you guys watched the games; you knew what happened. So,
1: yeah, and hopefully, all the Hall of Fame stuff goes off without a hitch.
0: Yeah, the Hall of Fame time. stuff. So, like, we can't you know we can't talk about that and all that. So that's okay. I mean, this is these, these things happen. Uh, what I can talk about is last night the backyard brawl, the Pitt West Virginia football yeah. game happened. First time since 2011. Um, so a little overdue, but what an ending to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Not a catch. No.
0: No, not a catch. For sure, they got it right.
1: If well, I'm thinking of a different one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just the one at the end, the fourth down play. Where he oh, caught it on oh, the one, yeah. no, it, not a catch. Yeah. It was definitely yeah, on the ground. Catch. No drama there. Not like, nope. a, you know, no drama, not yeah. a catch. It was yeah. a good game, though. It was a good good game. All right, so let's get into this stuff because we do have a lot. We're going to talk a lot about uh, where where the Pirates are right now and all we know that they're, they're not good um, or haven't been good. We'll, we'll say it that way. They have not played well. Um, and, and we have some things that we want to see in this month. We've had our September call ups, which were um Johan Oviedo, who we just got from the Cardinals, uh, for Quintana, and Cal Mitchell's coming back. And those are the those are the the September call-ups. You only get two now, it only goes up to twenty eight. Uh this way you're not just flooding your roster with a bunch of people and yeah. nobody gets any playing time and all that stuff. Plus the minor league season is still going on and before it was oh, it was usually done by now. So Some different things there. Um, But anyway, just kind of take a look at what we want to see moving into the offseason. A lot of people are already talking about what they want the Pirates to do in the offseason. And I think we'll touch on a little bit of that. But I think first and foremost, like, let's just look at September, right? Let's see what we want to see in this month and just kind of go from there. Um, There's a lot of things that kind of change around this time of the year. And I think there's some of that. I think there's some of that this year too. So um, Bly Madras back to Indy, just to touch on the things that happened this week. Jack Sawinski's back. We were excited about that. We talked about the potential of that happen. Uh, Bly Madras w- did go down and it was not a van meter DFA. Um, Padlow outrighted to Indy. And then Cam View and Eric Stout were actually optioned to Indy on Wednesday to activate Brubaker um and recall Miguel Yahore, which was actually one of the things that I was actually looking forward to in September because I started these notes before that happened. And I was like, I, I just his last two starts in Indy were really solid. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time to kind of see if there's maybe something that's clicking for him. And it wasn't just his last two starts. Before that, he had a couple rough starts but he had like four good outings before that. So it was kind of like, what is there? What There's something there. Does it translate? Um, his his first appearance <laughs> made it look like no, that it wasn't translating, but there's enough good there. I said this on Twitter. There's enough good there to want to see more. uh, uh last option year is next year. So I want to see that. I want to see what there is there because he may only have one more shot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So
1: I I want to see him, I want to see him get some starts. I mean, that's what he's doing in the minor leagues, and that's what he's having a little bit of success with in the minor leagues. That's what he needs to do at the uh, major league.
0: Yeah, one of those recent outings was out of the bullpen, but it was like a five inning outing. So yeah. it was, you know, one of those things where it was like a longer, uh, yeah. Uh whether it happens for him to get starts or whether it happens for him to do that sort of a thing. If, you know, for whatever reason that is a, a piggyback, you know what I mean? Like a three inning, three inning or a three inning, four inning, or, uh, you know, one of those sort of things. I'm okay with yeah. that. I want to see him pitch against major league hitters. Yeah. And I sure. just want to see if, if he's able to work with the stuff that he has and not to mention also give him exposure to major league pitching staff, uh, major league, uh major the major league staff, like coaches. Yeah. For him to say, like, this is what I'm working with, so that they know what they can, you know, work with and and things like that. Yeah,
1: sure.
0: Yeah. So to look further into the starters, um, we're looking right now. We got Rowanzi, we got JT, we got Mitch, Zach Thompson, Bryce Wilson, Tyler Beattie, Johan Oviedo, and we just talked about Miguel Yahore. These are all the guys on the roster right now. And I should probably just like bring up the roster so that I can uh, keep referencing it uh, and taking a look at it. But but these are the guys right now who are sitting there, who have the opportunity to start. Um, that's a lot of guys, a lot of them. You know, we talked about Tyler Beatty. Well, I said Tyler Beatty on that list. And that's not, to me, that's not a guy that I'm going into the future with.
1: Zach Thompson's I mean, maybe in the bullpen,
0: yeah, maybe in the bullpen. Uh, but Zach Thompson's like a he's kind of fringe, man. Mm-hmm. Yohore, obviously, kind of fringe. Oviedo, we'll, we'll see him pitch tonight. Um, uh, the, the listeners here have already seen him pitch on Friday night, so you know what I mean. Not that that one start tells you anything, right? Right, right. but but it might tell you something. Like if it's a bad outing, you say, Okay. Maybe if it's a good outing, then at least, you know, there's, it's there. I always think that good outings tell you more than bad outings. And when I say good outings, I don't mean, oh, he went five innings and he gave up four hits and one run. But like if he earned that, or if they were just hitting ground balls and fastballs down the middle, then you can say, well, nah, you know, he got away with some stuff, but if he has like a legit good outing and his stuff looks good, that tells you something. It tells you that it's there. Yeah. If he ha- if also, the, if the stuff also, you looked gotta good, look at that
1: pitch. you got to look at that pitch. Down the middle too. Did it have a ton of movement? Did it end up down the middle? But it had a like crazy slide to it and forced the hitter to you know miss on top or miss below. Like,
0: yeah, I just don't I'm, know how okay often you pitches. get away with that. I mean, if he's missing if his don't. spot too, if he's trying to throw right. outside corner and it's and it's sliding over the middle, that's not good. No matter how much it moves, right? That's all I'm saying. Like if he's missing down the middle and they're just rolling over on it, that's still a sus pitch that could be exploited. And that that's, I mean, like, I'm not digging deep. You know what I'm saying? We, don't, we haven't seen right, these right, pitches. Right. All I'm saying is, right. if he's missing over the middle, like if it's a miss over the middle and he got away with it, yeah. then it's not a great outing. If he's earned it, and even if he throws really good pitches and they do get hit, then you still have questions. Can mm-hmm. he get those to not get hit? You know what I mean? So, anyway... Right. Um, and you know that's that's the same kind of stuff you're looking for for all these guys when we talk about September. but when you look at that list, like who are you saying hey, bring these guys back I want more. I want to see them in 23 and to have a good pitching staff.
1: Well, yeah I mean the first three are easy you want you want Brewbaker and Keller back
0: okay I, I wonder if some people have Brubaker on that list, but I uh, well I do too I,
1: I do I do because he's not going to be in a one or two situation. He's not going to be at the top end of the rotation, I don't think.
0: I think when when you say once the team's good, four or five, right? I mean, that's what you're
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he'll probably be in that three spot next year. Because you're gonna have Ronzi at one and Keller at two, or vice versa.
0: Yeah, maybe Keller, maybe Keller, Brewbaker, Brewbaker, Rowanzi to start off. I don't really know how much you do. Like I don't know how much you give to, you know what I mean? It just depends on how they do it. But either way. Then you're, you're kind of fringe starters right there are Thompson, Wilson. We've been talking about them all year. I don't think both of these guys can come back as a starter in the rotation. One of them can. Yeah, Wilson's Wilson limiting the walks. Thompson. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I think they're going to give it to Thompson. Uh, I don't. I, I, just because. It's just to have that feeling. You know, you, you traded a piece for him.
0: Well, you did Wilson, too.
1: Yeah, you did. Who who'd we trade? In uh,
0: Rodriguez rich rod
1: we got rid of we got rid of him before he fell apart i think that i think
0: everyone knew that was. i think him. he was
1: i think you called that out pretty early
0: i think that was sticky yeah. stuff situation you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah
0: so here's what i but, think i mean i think that goes to spring training both these guys last oh yeah, yeah that goes yeah. to spring training and one of those guys has to earn it i don't think it's given to anyone it better not be right so you also have Oviedo in there who could take one of those spots. The problem I have with the, what we just talked about is we did not get any help. I
1: didn't think we were talking about that yet.
0: Well, yeah, but we just named five guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we this technically is,
1: named six if you want to talk about Oviedo as well.
0: Well, no, but we said either Thompson or Wilson makes it. Not both. You. And and yeah. at this at this rate, I'm saying like, no, I think Oviedo, Thompson, Wilson, I think one of those guys gets a shot at the beginning of the year. Not not two of them.
1: I mean, I'm hoping. I mean, I, I'm hoping we bring somebody in.
0: So you can talk about we need somebody. Yeah, but you can talk about is this um because this is this is, you know, this is where we're at right now. Are we talking uh another Quintana type of guy? Or are we saying, Hey, bring a guy in who we know will be good. Maybe not Ace. Maybe not Let's go out and get the top guy available and give him 20 million dollars a year. Well, top guy available wouldn't probably bring you that, but um, and I don't know who I don't know who's available. Yeah, I I, I put a link available. here. I haven't looked. I could click on this link and see a, a quick list. but I know that like Tyler Anderson's on that list and he's shown that he's still been good. I don't know if you go to anyone like Tyler Anderson who's been here. He had success here. PNC Park was good for him. But, like, you kind of got the good from him once. Will you get it again? And he's probably going to go multi-year. He's not going to be that one-year guy anymore. So you are kind of taking – but there's not much out there, man. I mean, you're not going after DeGrom. No. You're not going after even probably somebody like Clevenger. I'd, I'd, you know, because I don't think that he's right. a guy that will help lead anything. Right. Um, so I just don't know – Like, just looking through this list, I just don't know who's out there that's like, oh, okay, we got Tyler Anderson, we got Chris Archer, we got, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's just not a lot out there as far as like, hey, let's get this guy to lead things. Sonny Gray's got a $12 million club option that they may turn down, but then they may re-sign him right away. So it's kind of hard to tell there. Some of these guys are just older. Boy, it'd be awesome if we could just land Clayton Kershaw. It'll never happen. Just imagine if you could get a year from somebody like that. It's going to be another type of um it's gonna be another type of Quintana deal where you're gonna say, let's get a guy here for a year. Maybe it's a two-year deal for Quintana, but I doubt it. I doubt it. But it would be nice to get somebody like that. Um, And and I just don't know what, I don't know what is uh, the situation that you would, I I hesitate to bring a guy back. I really do. Tyone's probably going to be a free agent. He just, man, he just came out with another injury. I don't, I haven't looked up and seen how that has gone for him. But basically, if there's a guy out there to bring in, I do like the Tyler Anderson one. If you can get him for three years, maybe overpay, maybe the third year is a player option or and club option mix, something like that. So if it's not working, we can can it. But either way, if you could get something like that, wouldn't it be hilarious if Noah Syndergaard made it back because he called the Pirates crappy? <laughs>
1: um,
0: that if you, you did something like that and everybody hates him and now imagine having to root for him with that said there's still options at the next level and eventually next year you'll see mike burrows Mm -hmm. cody bolton two guys who i believe need protected on the 40 on the rule five draft so they'll be on the roster next year we will see them next year guaranteed because pitchers get hurt and pitchers have babies, and pitchers get COVID or something. You know what I mean? Like it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bullpen, on the other hand, to me is a complete overhaul. I think you got Bednar, yeah. you got Crow, you got Yeri De Los Santos. After that, there's questions. Maybe Benuelos has pitched his way into seeing another year. I I, I like what I've seen actually. Chase DeYoung Young probably has earned another year. Outside of that, it needs an overhaul. I do not want to see Dwayne Underwood Jr. again. I just think there's too much inconsistency there when there's people out there that you could probably go out and get. And you could probably build a bullpen in the offseason without spending a ton of money.
1: You can almost always do that.
0: You can almost always do that. But it has to be better. Yeah, It has to be better.
1: for For sure. There
0: are guys with... With options that can be depth. Outside of that, it needs it needs to happen. We need to go out and we need to get guys. Yeah. Bullpen's gotta be better. You've got to start protecting those days when there actually is some offense. Right. Um, I have it I have some notes for like down the road, but those were just talking points, and I just think we skip over those. Everybody knows we're not gonna bring up those guys, they're not gonna be here, they're not options moving into next year the the thing that the thing that i want to say is like there are enough options on this team with all of those guys that we just mentioned that they could legitimately go into this offseason and not sign anyone to help with the pitching yeah and i just hope that that is not the route that they choose it's that's not something we want to see we want to see this team improve <clears throat> And yeah. in order to get the young guys to improve, they have got to have guys doing well around them. This is what we talked about a couple weeks ago. You've got to to build around these guys and put people in. And that starts at the pitching staff too. Quintana was good for this rotation.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: We, that needs but to happen again.
1: I just don't want to bring in somebody unless they're going to be either our two or three starter. One, two, or three. Yeah, that's it. I do not want to bring in a fifth starter.
0: No, hundred percent right. We're
1: not. We're not there. No,
0: no. You don't need. You don't need innings. You have guys that will give yeah. you innings. You've got a ton of them. You right. can keep throwing them up and down and up and down. You can get all kinds of innings without getting a ton of innings. You can do that. Yep. We need somebody who's going to go out there and compete. I'll say this: We need exactly what Quintana gave us. Enough that he does well and we can deal him. Or we need somebody who can go out there for two years, three years, Mm -hmm. like a Tyler Anderson or something like that, who can go out there and start multiple games and be in that rotation to say, I will at least give you this. You know what I mean? And that's that consistency, the veteran type of guy is something that they need. It's just a matter of whether or not they're going to do it or whether they're going to try to find another $2 million guy that they're going to hope can turn it around.
1: I'm just over that. I know. I'm done with it.
0: I know. And like we said, bullpen, they, they need to go out and build that. It's got to be not a, not a Heath-Hembry option. It's got to be somebody who we know will do well. Protect your starters and your offense by being able to get valuable innings in 7, 8, and 9. Mess around with the fifth and sixth innings all you want, see arms, put them. You know what I mean. But like, Crow's got to come in in the fifth or or in the sixth or seventh, and then you've got to work Delos Santos in the seventh and eighth, Bednar in the eighth and ninth. You need another guy for seven, eight, nine to help that group. Maybe two guys for seven, eight, nine. And then you start pushing Crow to fifth and sixth and let him go two innings the like he was. And to me, that is a great gap. Yuri De Los Santos needs to be seven eight. He needs to be yeah. working those types of innings and, and growing in that way. But you need a couple of guys that can also hold that down, particularly one that's left-handed, that can come in late in those innings and do well. And I don't care if it's a one-year deal. Who's dealt at the deadline? I don't care if that's still what happens. I don't expect this team to be contending for the playoffs next year. I expect this team to be contending with maybe maybe even a 500 team, right? Just try to get me there. What I expect is growth. Uh, Technically, a 500 team can compete for the postseason right now. But that's not the point. We've said all along that the point is this team can be better by 23, and they should be pushing for playoffs in 24. They really should be. And I just think that's what that's what we should be looking for, for next year. And if we're gonna go out and try to win seventy games again next year, we're we're totally missing the point. And this rebuild is not working. They right. should be pushing to improve by a lot. And and it's going to have to be a lot because this team under it was underwhelming this year. Mm-hmm. There was no reason why this team couldn't have gone out there and won seventy games this year. There's no reason.
1: Yeah, no none.
0: And a lot of that is. They they did an awful job at surrounding the young players. They didn't bring up O'Neal Cruz. Like maybe he could have had things figured out. Yeah. However, there was struggle. They brought him up when, you know what I'm saying? Like I I get it. Yeah. But there just was a lot of a lot of at-bats given the guys who shouldn't have gotten at bats. And there was and, and a lot of this is circumstance. The catching. In, in Major League Baseball, the catching options were very thin.
1: Yeah. There's not a lot of great catchers out there playing.
0: No, but certainly not the, available. The
1: catching, Right. The catching position is it's down right now right. across the league.
0: Right. And so, you know, that's that's a lot of what we're looking at here. That's a lot of what we're seeing is that we got a lot of arms, but we've got to cut ties with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They're just not worth having around.
1: Yeah, and, and and there's and there's players all over our roster that we're not going to want to see necessarily them get rid of. But eventually we're going to have to move on. Oh yeah. Yeah, In there's going to be there's going to be a
0: guy who's I I'll, I'll say it right now, you and I both like what we see from Miguel Yahore. It has not worked yet. It hasn't. And he's a guy that we kind of say like, man, I just really think there's something there. He might be a guy who figures it out well after he's gone. He's so young. And he's been added to a 40-man roster so young that it's it's really unfortunate because this will be his path. It will be difficult. And mm-hmm. I still think that it might work for that kid. Yeah. But it might not work here because he might just run out of time.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: But who knows? And he might be a guy who's kind of like who bounces around for two or three years in the minor leagues, one-year deals, one-year deals, minor league deals. And then all of a sudden, something clicks at like, 28 and everybody forgot about him and he clicks with somebody and, and just, you know, changes everything. Yep. Who knows?
1: Or he, or he could go on this off season and just get way better. Yeah. You it's know, just, he's, he's got that type of potential.
0: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it unfolds. Uh, either way. There's a lot of opportunities that we've been talking about with these young pitchers that have been, the opportunities are there the um the roster spots are available and this goes to offense and defense maybe even more offensively to be honest with you it's high time you start bringing people in and make these players have to earn a spot not yeah. i want to see what we got i'm i'm guilty of saying that i want to see what we have in this guy i don't want to like there's part of me who would be okay with Ben Gamble getting a lot less at-bats because I want to see what I have in Cal Mitchell when he plays more. In, I mean, for goodness sake, give Travis Swaggerty at-bats. We'll get to that stuff. But sp- staying on pitching right now, I want to see what we have out of this pitcher. I want to see multiple it in- At some point, you need to say, get somebody who can get the job done and make these other guys realize that the, the job is not yours. You will earn right you will earn your way. Yeah. And by by getting bad results is not earning anything. Oh, he right. looked good but the results aren't there. Well then he doesn't get to play. Yeah. Sorry. Go and if you figure it out somewhere else, great. Good job. But I got to worry about this team right here in 2023, I got to worry about this team right here. Yeah. We don't know if that's going to happen. But there's nothing I'm, I'm not saying there's nothing. Let's there's nothing coming, but like Mike Burroughs is as good as it gets as far as who's coming right
1: now. Yeah.
0: Like guys. Most of our yeah, pitching. Next year. Yeah. Most of our pitching is further away. Majinski, mm-hmm. Priester. Oh, I saw some outings from Solomito that looked so good. Bubba Chandler. You know what I'm saying? But those guys are so far away. And maybe they'll maybe they'll go quick, but they can't be something you're thinking about next year. You know what I'm saying? It just it isn't. You're not thinking about it. Will could some of them blow your mind and show up? Anything can happen. This is baseball, but I'm not counting on any of that. I'm not. It's not even in the realm of possibilities until something happens. Like Quinn Priester's a guy. Even Carmen Majinski is a guy who could just absolutely blow up and be on this team next year. But it's not something that I'm planning on. I got to go sign somebody. I got to block him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Block him. Make him realize there's no spot for me unless I dominate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So anyway, and and part of that is part of that is if we force them to be that good, and we legitimately have them blocked, which we don't, not on this team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thompson, Thompson, Wilson, Oviedo can all go away if we have studs that are saying I demand a spot in the rotation. You know what I'm saying. If Mike Burrows is lights out, he's he gets a spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he if he takes three steps forward in his progression, he's earned it, and he will push these guys out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you I, sign legit, I wouldn't legit be I wouldn't
1: st- st- quick to say Oviedo though. We have like not much that you can really say because we haven't seen him at all. No. And he was good for the Cardinals.
0: All I'm saying is, if you have guys. Who are legit, they push these guys out.
1: Yeah. You can push anyone out.
0: Yeah. And Oviedo, you could, I mean, if you're saying that, sure, he could push guys out too. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is you make people earn it. This this pitching staff is a team who will not win 70 games. So, right. so let's get a better one. You know what I mean? No matter if we yeah. see something in these guys or not, if if we can go sign a free agent or two. And and bolster this rotation and push some of these guys out. I'm okay with that. These this rotation did not win 70 games, right? So and they'll improve. Keller will be better, hopefully. Yeah. Rowanzi will pitch more and be better, hopefully. Brewbaker should take steps. Forward. That's the thing is you have to count on steps forward. If they don't take steps forward, then they ain't good enough. Then good you know enough. what I'm saying. That's that's the kind of thing. Yeah. All right. I think that's I think that's it for pitching. Uh, let's take a break and move into position players because I think that we have. Uh, I mean, obviously, pitching there's less to talk about. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform video podcast available on youtube follow us on the socials and subscribe to the podcast if you're on apple podcast take a couple minutes for a review we'll be right back swear bat company is ohio's premier wood bat company specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from t-ball to senior league Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. Link is in the show notes. Twitter and Instagram at bats. You can also find them on Facebook. Swearingen Bat Company, that's swearingenbaseball.com. Let them know you heard it here. We're back here, Bridge to October podcast, talking about September and beyond into next year and all that. So we broke down pitching, which I know I'm a lot less in-depth about. A lot of times. Um, But now get into the position players and this offense, specifically the offense, less so the defense, the defense, which has made a ton of errors. And I know that like that needs to improve. I'm not downplaying the fact that the defense has been very, very bad. However, it
1: has been improved already. uh, You're right. Just because we've gotten rid of Yoshi. Yeah. Not making all those errors. Um it, There were, there was another big one, that too, there, that was making errors. Oh, shoot. Now his name is... Yeah? I can't think it was... I, I can't... Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. You're done? You're just... Mainly, are you quitting? Mainly for... Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mainly, mainly Yoshi.
0: When you look at the was... error leaders, I mean, obviously, the best third baseman in baseball, as far as Pirates fans are concerned, leads our team with 12 errors, which key Brian Hayes. And after that, it's Rodolfo Castro and then O'Neill Cruz. Those are our team leaders in errors, Um, and that's 12, 9, and 9. Those need to be better, and Rodolfo Castro has done this in 39 games. He's made nine errors. A lot of that was at shortstop in his first stint. It has improved. Mm -hmm. But I also think that Rodolfo Castro is a guy who's probably susceptible to errors. He will make you some plays. He will make you some errors. I expect Key Brian Hayes to clean it up. Key Brian Hayes has. Key Brian Hayes expects Key Brian Hayes to clean it up. You could say he has. He just made an error the other day.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he er- probably – he's had, what, would you say 12 errors? Yeah. He probably made eight of those in the first month of the season.
0: Yeah, probably 10 in the first couple months for sure. You're yeah. probably right on that. Yeah. However, when you just look at big picture and you look at the total season, yep. I expect yep. him to clean that up next year. O'Neill yep. Cruz, as far as the throwing errors, those are the things that are going to have to keep improving. The, the number of great plays and game-saving plays, that double play that they made, not many shortstops are turning that double play. Nope. Some of those plays that he's made are like what he can get on a ball. You take the good with the bad. But the other guys with the big errors this year, obviously, Josh Van Meter, that can't happen. He needs to be gone. We've We've talked about that. Diego Castillo made a ton of errors when he was here in his time. Michael Chavis has made his share of errors, which we also have praised what he's done at first base. Um, Outside of that, it it then goes down to like, yeah, there's just a lot of errors, but they're spread out, right? They're spread out evenly. Um, Guys with, you know, a few errors. Jason DeLay, four errors is kind of interesting. Brewbaker 3 errors, Heineman 3 errors, Hoy Park 3 errors in only 20 games. We know that too. That was really bad. Yeah, that was the one I was thinking okay, of. Okay, okay. And it's only 3, but it was, you know, limited time. Yeah. But it's it's that sort of a thing. Um the the number of errors is is large. You talk about 95 95 errors the worst in the National League. That's got to be cleaned up. However, I spent five minutes on something I wasn't going to talk about. (laughs) But we're talking offense right now because I think that Key Brian Hayes cleans that up. I think Van Meter's gone. I think Castro and Cruz just are going to continue to improve. They're both 23 years old. They'll continue to improve. Diego Castillo probably, I don't believe, has a starting job. So I think that for him coming in, I think it's not going to kill you kind of a thing. So... I do think I just buried a lead saying Diego Castillo doesn't have a starting job on this team. Um, (laughs) but that's where we're at right now. So let's take a look because this offense specifically speaking has been terrible, horrible, absolutely horrible among the bottom of the league in just about any category you could possibly be in. And it's got to get better. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of that is another kind of, um, interesting year from Brian Reynolds. He has, you know, for whatever reason, <laughs> I'll let I'll let the listeners say what that reason is. Um, Key Brian Hayes is not a cornerstone offensive player. We've talked about this before. He has the potential to be a very good offensive player, but not a cornerstone offensive player, in my opinion. Um, I think if you put people around him, he can be a very good offensive player. Uh right. when he has to be the offense, I, I just think it's a lot for a young player. I mean, we talk about oh, he's got the big contract. He's still very young and does not have a lot of major league experience. He's still working through right. all that. Right. And I think you put people around him and he becomes a productive offensive player. Yeah,
1: you know, and you put you put people around him, you're going to get him into a spot in the lineup where he belongs.
0: Yeah, whether that's whether that's 2 because of the way that he works the opposite field or whether it's around 6. I mean, either way, I think those are good spots for him. Mm-hmm. I know they don't use the 2 hitter the way that I just spoke. So maybe right. that's not a good spot. But, you know, I, I certainly don't see him, and, and he could still improve on this, obviously. Like we said, this is baseball. Anything can happen. We're calling it the way that we see it and the way that we kind of project things. We could be very wrong, <laughs> and that's fine. I would love to be wrong about this and that he'd be better. But he doesn't look like a run producer. There's been a lot of times with runners in scoring position, a guy on third, and he just doesn't have that knack for bringing him in right now. Mm-hmm. That some guys, even in the years that they struggle, they still bring those guys in. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll see how that develops. But either way, when you look at this offense, I mean Ben gamble has been fine for us, right? He's a fourth outfielder. Yeah. He's not a starter. Nope. But he's been fine. We want better than fine. Um We've gotten fine from our young rookies. Jack Sewinski with the power numbers, but the average is you know, nowhere near where you want it. But he could be right. a guy who could provide power. Brian Reynolds is not playing at Brian Reynolds speed. Still hit you 20 homers, which is good. He's still been productive. He's still had his moments, but because of an early struggle, he's in the two fifties, right? May end up in the two sixties at the end of the year. And I would and we said this earlier if he goes up to 260 i would say he did well right to to mm-hmm. get it back up and that's you know yeah. he's close to that 256 338 on base he's still a very productive player mm-hmm. he's not quite you know we think he's better than that but he's still very productive with the numbers that he's put up this year the RBIs are awful but there's nobody on it's right. so crazy like oh we've improved in home runs i would love to see the difference in how many runs have scored on strictly home runs from last year to this year, because I bet it would even still be close because of the amount of solo home runs we've hit. Right. I expect improvements from O'Neill Cruz, improvements from, you know, those types of hitters. However, you can't just sit here and say, oh, we'll be better. We said that last year. We didn't get better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Right. So let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at And we'll, and we'll try to get through this so that we're not here all night. Uh, the catcher position is, has, it's kind of been the victim of circumstance. We've, we even said this before that the, the, the pool of catchers available was so thin yeah, that we kind of just dealt with what we had. That changes a little bit. There are catchers who will be available and we'll get into those guys. But right now we have Jason delay, Tyler Heineman and Roberto Perez technically is with us, but he becomes a free agent. He's interested in coming back. Are you interested in bringing him back?
1: Yeah, I've been interested in bringing him back.
0: All right, me too. And I think I'm interested in bringing him back as a starter so long as you go get a reliever or a or um, a backup who's a backup. almost his his uh, caliber. So we'll get into that. At the minors, uh, Carter Benz is in AAA right now. He needs protected from the Rule 5 draft if you're worried about it. So if they move him to the 40-man, I think it's at the expense of someone like Jason DeLay or Tyler, Tyler Heineman for sure. Like, guaranteed. But, dude, Carter Benz is hitting 195. There's Pop. He's got nine home runs. Um, but I'd like to – I haven't yet, but I'd like to dig into, like, defensively. It, are, do people like pitching to him? Is he a good defender? Because if not, mm-hmm. I could see leaving him unprotected, for sure. Which means there's yeah. nothing coming, and we need to look at free agency. Uh, it is very weak right now. Some have said, hey, I li- I'd like to see Jason DeLay be a backup next year. That's possible right now. <laughs> he's had moments. He's still only at 232 with just one home run. But he's had moments where he's been fine, and I think as a backup, maybe that's okay. Maybe Tyler Heinemann is is okay as a backup. Neither one of them are okay as a starter, and we understand that. Right. Maybe Jacob Stallings has hit so bad that he gets non-tendered and we bring him back as a backup or whatever. Another, you know, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, Next, I'll go to shortstop and second base. Uh, Did you have any other comments on catcher? I feel like that was kind of an easy one.
1: No, I just, I think, like we mentioned, I think the catching is just down so bad right now across the board that it's almost becoming... Oh, we got rid of the pitchers, and then can we get a DH for the catchers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and but, actually and not, some of I'm it... I'm not
1: saying we should do that at all. No, and say. some it's of just, it is... It's not good right now.
0: Yeah, some of it is there's offense there, but there's no defense. And yeah. just some of it. Not There's
1: very few that uh, that can do both.
0: Yeah, and if they go automated strike zone, who cares? Right. That's not true. There's still other things about it. But anyway, so let's go to the next easy position. Right, mm-hmm. shortstop and third base. Mm-hmm. I'm just combining them because they're easy. It's going to be Key Bryan A's and O'Neill Cruz, and uh, you know the rest of it is backups. Yeah, because because I'm actually fine with those guys. I think those yeah. are part of a of a winning uh, team here eventually. Yeah, whether it's yeah. 24 or 25, they're both still here. I probably, I don't know if mm-hmm. O'Neill Cruz at that point is still playing shortstop, but as of right now, it looks like he can play shortstop. Right if the errors get so far out of hand is the only way the tools are certainly there. He covers so much ground because how big he is. His arm is ridiculous from what I see right now. He's playing short. what I see in 25 or 26, if he bulks up and gets too big to be what he is right now, then possibly he's moved. But right now I'm leaving it. He's capable. Um, now it goes to second base. And the reason I go here, I'm going to jump around, but I'm I'm just going to qualify why I'm going to these positions. Actually, I'll I'll jump ahead instead of doing this. Center field's easy, Brian Reynolds. Yeah. All right. So yeah. now we've got those catcher. Hot. We have no idea. It's a hot mess. It's. It. We're going to talk about it later, but it is like we don't know. Shortstop, third, center field. Those are easy. It's those guys. So let's go to second base, because I believe that your replacement at second base is internal. And I say replacement to say, is it just somebody who is better than he was, or is it, do you go out and do you get a free agent? Not a lot of free agents out there. There's one in particular who could help out at second base and outfield, but there's just not a lot out there that's going to be available that I'm like saying, yeah, go get them. That'll fix that position. The reason for that is is I think this is the position that we have some flexibility to say, let's see what we got in one position. I've Mm -hmm. liked what I've seen from Castro recently. Yeah, Um, especially offensively. Especially offensively. We've liked what we've seen at times from Diego Castillo. I like what I see at the plate from Marcano at times. Mm -hmm. And he can play some outfield, but he's also a second baseman. I think with Castro, Marcano, Castillo, maybe ji Juan Bay gets involved. Uh, if Kevin Newman's still around, he's definitely involved in that mix and also helping out with shortstop. But basically there's a lot of options at second base. And I think that yeah. internally you can fix that position just by saying, let's ride the hot bats. Let's see what we got. Um, if first base, which we'll talk about later is it looks different than Michael Chavis is thrown into that second base, third base backup role, which is the same as what I'd see from Castro and Castillo mm-hmm. Even with Castillo and Newman kind of adding shortstop in there too. And a little bit of Castro, but I'd rather not. Um, and Jihuan Hwan Bay. I know there's been a lot of calls for Jihuan Bay to be the second baseman. And yeah, he's had a great year and I think that he definitely deserves it. Um, uh, I think he needs protected from Rule 5, so he's going to be on the 40-man next year, which means it's there. Um, and I guess we'll get into that in a little bit too on what we see uh, if if we have time. Uh, we should make time. I should move on. Uh, Leo Vipagero is also on the 40-man roster. So yeah. while I don't see him as a next-year option, no doubt, uh, who knows if he plays his way into that mix. With that said, there's no reason to get a free agent at this position when you know they're not going to spend much money anyway. You know they're not going to do it anyway. So if I'm pining for them to spend money, it's not at this position. I think there's enough depth there.
1: Yeah, I agree. So
0: that leaves us with first base and corner outfield. And first base this year has been held down by Michael Chavis, and I've actually thought that Michael Chavis has actually defensively saved O'Neal Cruz some errors.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: However, he's an option offensively against left-handed pitching, mostly. He has gotten better against righties but by all means we need power first base should be a position you could get power from yeah even though i don't see how you you've got to find a trade somewhere or the free agent pool is small yeah um so um if you add to the corner outfield position. I'm okay, and and I know I just talked about depth at second base. There is depth at corner outfield too. However, this offense needs to improve, which means there will be guys that get left out, and I like my options at second better than I like my options in the corner outfield. So if Michael Chavis is the first baseman to start off next year, I think I'm okay with that, but only if the corner outfield position gets a major upgrade. Uh, first base free agency is not good. So unless you're getting creative with a trade, I'm okay with Michael Chavis being the guy. It's just where I'm at. I would rather not see him play first base. I would rather see somebody else do it. I just don't think there's somebody out there. Like I said, unless there's a trade out there, I know that uh, Gary Morgan has an article out there where he kind of brings up um, Eric Hosmer as being an option. Probably would be a good option. Doesn't give you a whole lot of power, uh, but it does give you a veteran leader who will play a great first base as well. And mm. then you could mix in Chavis against lefties. Yeah. Okay, so corner outfield, because we said there's depth. Jack Sawinski, Cal Mitchell, Ben Gamble, who's going to free agency, but a lot of people have said I wouldn't mind bringing him back. Bly Madrid, Travis Swaggerty, Kanan Smith, and but Greg Allen. To me, the easy button is Greg Allen and Gamble are gone. That's That's how I start things. They're gone. And also, some of these young guys, I want to see him play in the majors, but I also think I want to mix that up kind of the way they did this year, but maybe, you know, maybe a little more intentional. If guys are hot, you put them in the majors. If they're not, you put them in the minors, but you keep him playing games. You can't have a guy like a fifth outfielder on the bench who's not playing. That's not helping anyone. No but you also need to see them at the major level they've all got options so between Smith and Jigba Swaggerty Mitchell and Swinski two of them are in the majors two of them are in the minors and let's go get guys to help you also will have a possibility of one or the other I think at the major league level of Marcano and Jihuanbe one of those two depending on how you manage that up and down make sure they get a, a bulk of playing time Bring them up and see them against Major League Pitching. Give them a bulk of playing time and, and do that thing. See developmental improvement, what, the, but get them if, looks.
1: If we're going to plan on using Marcana in the outfield, he's going to have to put in some work this offseason. It has not been good.
0: Really? I really. think a lot of people would say something completely different, that he's been really good out there.
1: He's made some, he's made some plays. But like, there's plays out there. I'm just like, what, what what's going? Like, it hit okay right beside you. It hit right beside you.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: That's and a lot of that's a, that's and, good because I I've gotten a, a different
0: impression. So that's
1: a lot of that's going back towards the wall, and that is the okay hardest thing for an outfielder. And I'm not downplaying that at all. Yeah, but especially
0: in, at PNC Park.
1: That's a major league. Uh, that's a major league ball player though in a major league outfielder needs to be able to make that play yeah so i'm not i'm not downplaying how hard those some of these plays are that he's not making because they, they're tough plays but i want to see him put in some work i want to see him get better and i want to see that improve if you're going to play outfield at the major league level
0: okay so and i and i'll second and i'll step in to say jihuan bay to compete marcano outfield help is like fifth option if he's not good going up he's, against the wall been this year, if he's not good going up against the wall for the 15 games he's in the outfield, I, I don't care. If he gives me a good bat that's for right. that game, if and he and he catches that's... the balls he should catch, I'm okay with that. Because I've got because I've got Reynolds in center, and I'm throwing four, uh, and I got three other outfielders on the team. You know what I'm saying. Because yeah. I'm going to have, yeah. I'm, let's say I have Swinsky and Mitchell are the two on the top, so let's say Swaggerty and Smith and Jigbit are down. By the way, if you've noticed, Bly Madris is, is getting a little odd man out for me. Um, because. Could, uh, I but it's Bly
1: Madris could be an option at first base.
0: Yeah, but uh, but for the roster structure, like, I'm trying to go sign an outfielder. Yeah. So yeah. who's going to play every day? So you've got one position for three guys. And that's yeah. Su- let's say Swinski, Mitchell, Swaggerty, Smith, and Jigba. Only two of those four are on the roster right now, playing for one position, and mm-hmm. spelling the other outfielder. Which means Marcano's options are when two of those guys are out, or if you have injuries, or what. I'm okay with you know what I'm yeah. saying. He's been fine yeah. for that. He's been a good option in the outfield for that. Much better than what you saw from Castillo, or Tucker, yes, or yes. or you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like you know what I'm saying. So anyway. Um, so, I mean, we got to keep moving the, the, the offense has to be better. Yeah. And so what I expect from the rest of, of, of September moving forward is for those guys to get playing time because you've got to work out now, obviously Smith and Jigba's hurt, but I'm looking forward. Travis Swaggerty, you got to see him a little bit. We just brought Cal Mitchell back up. Cal Mitchell has shown there's nothing left at AAA for him. If he goes back to AAA, it's not to work on things. It's to get consistent playing time. Mm -hmm. Next year, when I look at next year, I do see Cal Mitchell playing in AAA, but only if his at-bats are limited at the major league level. Let's say Swinski's hot, Reynolds is hot, and this other outfielder that we go sign is hot, then... At some point, you say, well, let's get somebody else up here who's been playing every day and doing well. Let's get him up here, get a taste of the major league major league roster, play every once in a while, stuff like that, like a swaggerty, and get Cal Mitchell down there to get a bulk of, of at-bats. And then maybe if Sawinski starts to struggle or another guy gets hurt, Cal Mitchell steps into that starting role, and then you, you start bounce. You know what I'm saying? But I do mm-hmm. see not to work on things. But to get consistent, we need these guys to continue to play baseball in order to get better. Absolutely. So I think that you shuffle that. And I think that next year is a year that you do things like that. Um, Even if a guy seems to be okay off the bench, if there there aren't at-bats available for him, get him down there. This is the Josh Van Meter thing for me right now. I don't see him leaving this roster because he's getting maybe six at-bats a week. Maybe yeah. it's probably less than that right now. If he gets, f- I don't really need somebody to come take his roster spot to get four at bats. I would much rather him cont- like a Diego Castillo. Just keep get just keep playing baseball. Yep. You don't get better by coming up here and batting four times a week. So you use a guy like Van Meter. This is the only time I'm actually saying don't get rid of him right now. Because <laughs> prior to that, he was getting a ton of at bats. At this point in time, he's not. So he's using a roster spot for a guy that's basically not playing baseball. Right. Which means that's fine for now. He's, you know, that's fine for now, I guess. Now, if you find ways to get that position involved, it needs to be somebody else, period. I agree. I I can literally give you a 13-guy position player active roster for next season right now. Catcher, Roberto Perez, and a free agent. So that's two. Chavis, Cruz, Hayes, Castro, Marcano, Castillo. There's your infielders. So I'm at eight guys right now. Reynolds, Sawinski, nine and ten. Eleven, Mitchell, Swaggerty. One of those two. Not both. We talked about that. And then a free agent outfielder and another free agent outfielder or first baseman because... Those two guys are starters. One of them's playing in the corner outfield, the other one's playing at first base, or one of them's playing in corner outfield, the other one's a DH. You know what I'm saying? Or Cal Mitchell's the DH if he's hitting really well because we see defensively maybe not maybe not as good as whoever we bring in, right? hmm So we've got a few minutes. And just to kind of say, catcher position is available. If you bring back Roberto Perez... You could bring in Tucker Barnhart, Mike Zanino, Gary Sanchez. Any of those guys could be the other guy. And yes, Gary Gary Sanchez, very low average, high power, but a lot less pressure on a team that doesn't need him to be the Gary Sanchez that he once was. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're playing behind Roberto Perez. Go out there, hit some nukes, catch the ball. We'll move on when we need to move on but he would be my third option if the other guys are not available. Now, yeah. that's only if you bring Roberto Perez back. I would never go for Gary Sanchez as a starter. <laughs> With it being thin, Tucker Barnhart, Mike Zinino, I could see happening. They both are on the cheap because they're coming off of bad years, and Gary Sanchez. So maybe you bring those guys back to maybe you know, be better as a backup, but maybe those other two could could help out in the starting role because the catcher position is so thin. My aggressive, aggressive pick is go get Christian Vasquez. He was in Boston when Ben Sherrington was there. He made his major league debut. Ben Sherrington's the one that called him up to make his major league debut. So there's a little bit there, but if you can go out there aggressively and get him while other teams are trying to get Wilson Contreras, overpay him. I think of this as maybe like a Russell Martin situation. Maybe not as, maybe not. He's he's not Russell Martin. Right. But his last four years have been productive. OPS over over hundred in three of those seasons. I think with the Sherrington tie, I think he would be a guy I would bring in to start and Roberto Perez back him up. Yeah. Still both of them. And pay for him. We've got the money. Yeah. We know you're not going to go get a bona fide starter. So if you're paying $10 million for a starter and you can pay 10 million a year for Vasquez, another five million for for Roberto Perez, but Vasquez gets maybe a three year deal. Dude, I think it can happen. Yeah. Anyway, first base, we talked about Josh Bell, you're not getting Muncie signed an extension. Mancini will be outpriced. You're down to a bunch of old guys and guys who maybe not do well. This is why first base is a bad position to try to upgrade free agency. Right. But the outfield, uh, maybe we can bring back Yoshi, right?
1: Do <laughs> it kicked off your own podcast. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm obviously kidding. Uh, outfield, listen to this list, though. And we're running out of time, so we're not going to get into it. Andrew Benintendi, Alex Dickerson, Corey Dickerson, Ben Gamel, which I'm a little bit iffy about, Robbie Grossman, Andrew McCutcheon, impossible, but he's. I'm just putting the list out there. Jock Peterson, David Peralta, Kike Hernandez, Hernandez, I said that weird. Brandon Nimmo, Joey Gallo, Mitch Haniger, JD Martinez. Some of those guys are like, oh, bad year, bounce back. Those are some options there, and I know some of them are like, that's stupid. Why would you ever? Or you'll never get that guy. That's fine. The point is, and there's more than that. Those are just some names, because mm-hmm. the point of that is, is because there's so many available. Sure, you may not be interested in one or two of them, but other teams will be, which will make the other guys able to, like, say, like, even when I say, because you know I'm going to always say Jock Peterson's an option, right? You know I'm always going to bring it up. And I always. kind of do it just because I've done it, right? So I just will continue to do it because I've done it. And I'm not sure that's the guy I want, but, but let's say Jock Peterson. If other people are interested in Andrew McCutcheon because he's right-handed and not Jock Peterson, that makes Jock Peterson a little bit more available. If other people are interested in maybe Andrew Benintendi because of the consistency, then maybe that makes Jock Peterson more available. Kike Hernandez, because of his versatility, it makes Jock Peterson... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But go out and get a guy who has played better. And some of those guys, like a J.D. Martinez, might be like, a ah, he's a D.H., but if you can't get a first baseman and you just want some power, then maybe that's an option. If Joey Gallo, who's actually you know good defensively with a great arm, so he would be able to play outfield for you, uh, might actually be better defensively than offensively when you look at this batting average. But maybe he's like one of those, like, he's he can hit for power. And you put him left-handed hitter at PNC Park, maybe there's less shifts. <laughs> maybe that actually helps him. It could be a sneaky one-year deal. Give him some money. Maybe he throws 30 of them out of the park. That helps this team.
1: If Joey Gallo plays in Pittsburgh, I'm not even saying 30 out of the park. I'm saying like 10 river balls. (laughs) (laughs) He has that kind of power.
0: Yeah, and and that's and it's gonna it's gonna come with strikeouts, and I understand that. But there's a lot of teams that aren't gonna want to do that, and this team could use that. And like I said, defensively, he's good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So and, there's and other it value been a New York there. Bug. It oh, been a hundred percent. When you he, he was good in Texas. That's it. And you put him in a place now, and he went from New York to L.A. Now he's playing better in L.A., but he's still in big L.A. You put him somewhere mm. where he doesn't have to be the guy and doesn't have to be surrounded and we're giving you the ability to be a leader on a team like dude that can change the way a guy plays and i'm just mm-hmm. saying i'm not saying he's my guy so don't i don't want to get the comments on twitter saying you're stupid for wanting about Val- wanting gallo listen i'm just saying if he's the guy available i'd rather go with him than go with this um punch me for saying it but hodgepodge of nothingness right because at least <laughs> you're saying that you did something to try to improve this roster. Mm -hmm. Preferably if it was my pick, I like a lot of like, I like Corey Dickerson. I like uh, Alex Dickerson as a, as a possible like, man, or there's just nothing. Do something. Do that. The, david peralda you know what i mean jock peterson they're all lefties though and we have a ton of lefties all of our options are lefties so it kind of would be good for like a mitch Haniger right-handed hitter to say bounce back or a jd martinez dh to say bounce back to get a right-handed hitter in the lineup with some pop the problem with that is is right-handed hitters don't do all that well in pnc park with home runs so right.
1: Yeah, but if you get a guy, if you, I like a JD Martinez. I like that pick. I, I mean, if we, I've liked him ever since Houston. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's terrible." He, he and he goes to Boston and blows up.
0: Well, he goes to Arizona, just, Arizona and Detroit, blows up.
1: Or yeah, Arizona, Arizona. Yeah, but then there was but, Detroit.
0: There was Boston. There, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I just, I, I like, it. I like. I don't think he'd have. No, he blew up in Detroit.
0: You're right. He blew up in Detroit, then went to Arizona and and was the then to Boston. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that.
1: But I just I feel like he wouldn't struggle to hit home runs at PNC Park. Like he's he's the he's the kind of guy who who could overcome PNC Park and be just fine.
0: Yeah, so only 11 home runs this year in 114 games. But he is hitting .271 with a .339 on base. So bounce back power, but the bat's still there. 35 mm-hmm. years old, maybe a one or two year deal, mostly DH, play some outfield. Like, yeah. I could see that happening. What's he making this year? $19 million? I give him $15 million as he's aging for one or two. Like the yeah. Pirates can do something like that.
1: Yeah, because we're not spending it anywhere else.
0: No, so we need to wrap this up. Uh, September, we, we, we really sprinkled that in a lot. We know that Mitchell and Oviedo are called up. We need to see Castro, Marcano. We're already seeing that. Sawinski, to see if he can work through that. We've already seen that. Cruz and Hayes—they need to continue to play, to continue to get better, to continue to work on the things that they've struggled with this season. I want to see them make a stride in this month, knowing, hey guys, you're playing for. We could go look at positions. Like it's never gonna happen, but hey O'Neal, Trey Turner is gonna be a free agent. (laughs) Like it's never gonna (laughs) happen, but you know what I'm saying? Like you guys, nothing's given to you. Um, Greg Allen can go. The the at-bats he's getting can be given to Travis Swaggerty. I know they're not great. They're not a ton of them. But, like, he can play center field. Give him those at-bats that Greg Allen's getting right now. Um, And he's the guy that I think. You know what I mean? Um, Gamble will continue to play. He will continue to audition for free agent suitors for next season. Um, And did I say that now or did I say that to you before? You have to keep him on the team. If you want to sign another one-year deal, You cannot abandon Ben Gamble right now or Ben Gamble will not be an option next year because they'll say, "Ah, I don't want to get in that situation again. But also other free agents who might say, yeah, but I saw what you did to Ben Gamble. Like if you cut him, like I'm saying to do with Greg Allen, Ben Gamble's been fine. So you don't cut him. He has to keep playing. Right. He's going to free agency next year. You need to let him play for what he can play for. This we're not playing for wins right now, guys. That that's gone. That boat that ship has sailed. We allow Ben Gamble the ability to continue to audition while we while we work him in and out, but he's got to continue to play. That's just how you have to handle things if you want other players to sign on your team. Mm-hmm. Pay it forward, I guess is the way you say that. Um I could see a situation where it's not Diego Castillo that gets called up to get some more at bats. But it is Ji-Hwan Bay. He, he, I said he had to be uh, Rule Five eligible. Then I think maybe when you come down the stretch, if you want to see Ji-Hwan get a few at bats, that's maybe the Van Meter move. Hey, we know he's not going to get a ton of at bats, but we're going to let him get a taste here. Mm-hmm. Give him a, a few starts, and and you know sprinkle him in. Maybe those are starts to give Reynolds a day off. Maybe those are, you know. Second base, maybe the you know what I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but either way, I could see them doing that because it's like a head start on the fact that if they if they're convinced they're gonna protect him and put him on the 40 man in the offseason, it wouldn't hurt to do it now. Right. So I could see that happening as a possibility. It doesn't have to, but I could see him doing that because he's played well. Um, as far as pitching, you could make the same case for Burroughs and Bolton, 40 man guys. You could see the same sort of thing. If they're ready to cut ties with someone else to make room on the 40-man now, they may get a head start on that and say, go get a start. Go get a start. Like they did with Contreras at the end of last year. Um, I could see that something like that happening. They've got guys they can send up and down. Yohoré, Ramirez, Oviedo. You know, that list of guys, the two guys they just sent down. All those guys are guys that can be interchanged, be sent up and down at this point. I could see them giving Burroughs or or Bolton an opportunity. They've both been good. Yeah. Bolton's numbers are good. Um, so I, I could see that happening. Pitching's weird. A lot of opportunities are made available in pitching. Yep. Um, with that said, Indy's still playing games, so they're still gonna be pitching. So Man,
1: I like I like the expanded triple A. It gives them more innings. Yeah. Gets them more prepared for the Banjo Leagues.
0: Yeah. So uh, any, any thoughts on like September and the things that I just kind of ran through right there? I
1: mean, not really. I mean, we, we I, I don't think, I don't think anything happens with Fan Meter like we said, and if it does, it'll be the last couple of weeks of the season. Right. Like it'll be a late, it, it could be the last week of the season and bringing up one of these guys and say, Hey, you're coming up to start the last few games. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think they bring somebody up and say, Oh, you're going to get a bat here and there.
0: Well, they could if it's just for the last week too, just to say, "Hey, make your we'll debut." Find you at bats. We'll make your debut. We'll give you a game, but we also just want you to hang out and get a feel for what this atmosphere is. In a way, I could see that still being valuable for for a young player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if it's like the last two games, yeah, you bring him up and you let him play. But right, you know, even if it's like, oh, you know, let's get Diego back up here. Let's. Getting palling around with the team because there's a you know there's other things like that you know what I mean. Um, yeah, if it's
1: a guy like that, I see that. I I just I don't I don't see you bringing up Swaggerty to just hang out.
0: I the, even Swaggerty, I I would just because. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think Swaggerty could have more. I, I'm thinking more of like a ji Bay. Yeah. Get a taste for it. you know Swaggerty's already done that thing where he got what nine at bats and was there for a week. And then they sent him mm-hmm. back down, and you really didn't see anything from him. He's already done that sort of thing. I could see them doing that exact thing with another one of these guys. Who, I mean, Jihuan Bay is probably, you know, not a future starter, but a future, like, you know, bench role player, depth guy, depth yeah. guy. So for those kind of guys, I, you know, what I mean, I, I see that as still valuable. Let's get you a taste. Let's increase your salary for a little bit. Even that yeah. is huge for them. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, and as kind of like a reward for playing well this year and and working hard and stuff like that. But it's going to be an interesting September if they do start mixing in a lot of that and we see a lot of players getting opportunities. Um, It's going to be kind of an upsetting September if we see none of that and if we see a lot of playing time for Josh Van Meter and things like that. I just... You know what I mean? I It's part of that kind of stuff where I just say, man, I just don't know. You know? Yep. But it would be interesting to see some of that roster turnover continue to happen if those three guys, Burroughs, Bolton, and um, and, and Ji-Huan bay do get added to the 40-man because then people are going to start dropping off of it. And you're going to start seeing that roster turn already in September before the offseason comes. But, guys, this is an ongoing conversation, and we're going to talk about this a lot, maybe not as much here in the month as we're watching things unfold, but certainly when this season gets to an end, we're going to be talking all about free agents who are available and the way that that I know that, that the front office is not listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. <laughs> the chances are they're not listening. But I think as a fan base, we need to be putting pressure on The idea of going out and making the roster better, even if it's not totally overhauling and trying to go out and get Trey Turner and all the best of the best to try to go and push for a pennant, even if it's not that, because we understand that there's a process that's in place and we want to let this thing play out, but it cannot get better. These players will not improve without winning. They have right. to win more games. You are not going to improve your game by losing a bunch of games. It has an effect on you. Yeah. And for you sure. have to do what you can to make those positions that are clear holes right now catcher, corner, outfield, first base. And first base is going to be the, t- the hardest one, I think. Catcher, there is a clear way. I just named a bunch of guys who are veterans who, sure, they may not be Andy Rodriguez and, and Henry Davis potential. But they are veterans who are going to give you veteran at-bats and veteran presence like Roberto Perez and even those, you know, Barnhart and, and, and Zunino and even Gary Sanchez. And I'm not saying – I'm just saying players like that. You right. know what I'm saying? But specifically, if you can go out and do something like Christian Vasquez to really bridge that gap and tell Henry Davis, this isn't your job until you earn it, and tell Andy Rodriguez – Go push him out of the way if you want it. Yeah, but those are the things that we want to see, and uh, I hope that I wasn't too boring for you this week, Gary. And and <laughs> he, he made a comment that we were relaxing, and I was like, oh, geez, does that mean we're boring? He's like, no, no. But I just wanted to throw that out there. It's pretty funny. I had a couple <laughs> guys kind of comment on that, but I, I hope that it's not a a, a totally bad thing, but. We ran over a little bit, but I think that's kind of par for the course, right? Right. That's what we like to do. Guys, it's September. This is the last month of baseball, of Pirates baseball. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the
1: Number Two of October. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannibal coming. And let's go, Bucks!